Yo, what's up? I'm QR Terry, and you're now checking in with NFT QT. This is the first show. I'm joined here by my co-host, Matt Fortnow and Ryan Cowdery. Today, we're going to be talking about virtual real estate, what NFTs are in this space, and just a few other things. So with that being said, let's go ahead and get the show started. Ryan, what's up? Matt, how you been? Yeah, I've been, I've been good. I've been really good. So I'm just really excited about this NFT space. And in fact... Uh, I got to tell you, I, I just got this uh, NFT sent to me. Yeah. I, am, I am the mayor, the first mayor of Freak City, believe it or not. A Freak City? Oh, man, yeah. you with the freaks? <laughs> yeah. So I got, the, I got this NFT uh, Pixel Freaks. I okay, Pixel Freaks. Like little like freaky pixel looking things, right? Yeah. And then, uh, you know, a couple of weeks ago, I got sent uh, an NFT saying that I'm the mayor of Freak City for May 2021. And it's wow. uh, pretty cool, animated NFT, totally hey. by surprise. Freak City, Matt is yeah. the mayor of it. It's only in the NFT universe. Ryan, uh, talk to me about these virtual real estate I don't prices. know. I, I might be uh, I might be buying some land in Freak City. It sounds like it sounds like <laughs> it might be lucrative. Who knows? Hey, hey, Freak City, Freak City could be popping. It could be. Uh, so for the people that are listening and they don't know what virtual real estate is, they don't know what an NFT is. Uh, we're we're not going to touch on what an NFT is. That we're going to save that for an, another episode. But for those that that really don't know, Matt, just give us a quick thirty second overview of what an NFT is. Oh, NFT is uh, uh, it's a cryptocurrency with the quantity of just one. So okay. you've got, like a cryptocurrency, but there's only one instead of like uh, Bitcoin that has, you know, uh, 18 plus million coins. Right, right. NFT just has one. So it's and, a digital collectible, essentially. Yeah, it's a digital collectible on the blockchain that's used to uh, it, verify the authenticity, the originator of the NFT and the chain of title of the NFT and all the owners in between. And you can uh, connect some type of content to the NFT, whether that's, you know, an image, video, you know, anything, or a piece of uh, digital real estate, real estate as well. Got it, got it, got it. So when we talk about digital real estate, I mean, in 2019, this stuff was barely non-existent. I saw you, Ryan, sent me an email with a few things in it, and it says, in 2019, you could you could really get it popping uh, for really a, just under a thousand dollars. If you jump all the way to 2021, uh, you're going to need about an average of what four to five thousand dollars to get a nice little piece of premium uh, digital real estate ride. Yeah, and that's just a small plot of land. I mean, it's uh, the prices are going going absurd. I'm actually going to send you another another email just in a second here. So, so be, before you send that though, like what, what's your knee jerk reaction as it relates to like virtual real estate? Cause I, I bought, I think I own some Decentraland. I saw it and I, I was just like, Hey, this sounds like a good idea. And I bought in, but I might've spent like a, a grand on it. Yeah. I mean, I, I think it, it, it's going to work if the games that they're built on, cause like essentially all this virtual real estate is exists in games that people play mm -hmm. and they're called sandbox games or decentralized sandbox games and sandbox games are like Minecraft Roblox, where you just have a ton of freedom to do whatever you want. Uh, the difference here with these decentralized games, such as Decentraland, uh, Somnium Space VR, the sandbox, it's all of that. It's like very free to play. You can kind of express yourself however you want. You can build things. 
Um, but the difference here is you get to actually own the land that you're building things on. And that's kind of the, the, the difference, uh, the difference maker there, as well as the fact that, uh, like they have their own currencies and everything. So it's really, a a real world economy brought into the digital world. And that's why, I mean, my knee jerk reaction is, you know, if these games really do blow up and there's, you know, comparable to Minecraft or Roblox and you have uh, hundreds of millions of kids playing these things or adults playing them, uh, you know, that land is going to be more valuable. But I think right now it's all speculation because, you know, there's a couple, you know, tens, maybe tens of thousands of people playing the games right now is all. Okay. So I'm looking at the total volume because you sent me uh, some of these top NFTs by market cap and you know, Matt, I don't see your Freak City on this list. <laughs> no, no, no. I don't think Freak City is an actual uh, virtual uh, place. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> hey, I, hey, it is what it is. I'm speechless. Uh, yeah, for now, for now. I mean, I, I'm speechless though a little bit because in two, in two cases, 91,000 ETH transactions, that's right under CryptoPunks, right? Like what? Yeah. Well, I mean, even look right below it, Rarible, which is a whole freaking NFT marketplace. And this one game has more transactions uh, or volume of transactions uh, within it, the central land, which is, you know, the front runner in all of this stuff. And that's not just the virtual land. That's like, they also sell wearable things. So like t-shirts and swords and stuff. Um, so it's like a bunch of different NFTs in there. It's not just the land. Right. Um, I think the land is like 50 a little over 50% of that. Man, this is this sounds super interesting. I, I think the thing that I'm 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 really puzzled by is Republic Realm. I'm seeing this Bloomberg article that you sent over earlier and and they're raising is it how much money? They're raising a million dollars just to just to buy virtual uh, virtual real estate right now. Well, at the current prices in the Bloomberg report, I mean, you know, a million dollars might get you some premium real estate. What is what, what constitutes premium real estate? People who play the game probably have a better idea of like which land is going to be valuable. I mean, right now it's like anything where it is like kind of all about location. Um, and you can be you can have land that's closer to like plazas or roads or districts you're closer to the people, right? So if you ever wanted to have a storefront, like a virtual storefront, you're closer to where people are moving and, and things like that. So I think it's, it's similar in that sense where, you know, obviously something in Chicago is going to be uh, more pricey than something out in Idaho, right? Because there's more traffic. So I think it's, it's going to be something similar there. Hmm. Interesting. And uh, do you know anything about this mana pricing? Like what is, what is mana? Because I see like there's, there's pieces oh, go. Oh. Mana is the uh, decentralized currency. Got it, got it. And so knowing that, like if if I buy something for 7,000 mana, does that... I think mana is like 65 cents the last time I checked, something like that. Let's take a look. I want to... Let's see. We'll go to Coinbase. Take a look at it. Uh, yeah, it's like... Yeah, you're, you're right on. Uh, 62 cents as, we're, as, as of this recording. So that's uh, that's interesting. Okay, uh, Matt, what's your take on just how this stuff manifests in in the real well, world and the well, digital world? Well, first of all, it's a lot easier to buy uh, virtual real estates compared to uh, actual physical real estate in the real world. With the, I'm sure, I mean, some people may have uh, had a closing at some time, and you have to sign all these documents, right. transfer taxes, and all. 
all kind of stuff. I mean, at a huge stack that needs to be done at a closing. Whereas, you know, if you want to buy some virtual real estate, it's just just transfer the NFT. So, I mean, there's really, uh, as far as I know, there's no zoning laws or anything like that in these uh, virtual lands. So you can pretty much build whatever you want, wherever you want. You know, and like Ryan was saying, you know, obviously you want to be in a place that has more you know, foot traffic where people, you know, makes more value for your land, whatever you put on there. But I think at some point there's, there's probably going to be some type of zoning in these uh, virtual environments or it could just get, you know, pretty crazy with uh, different types of uh, structures in, you know, different places and people complaining about, you know, high rises in their nice neighborhood or something. You never know. I think it's at some point it's going to mirror, uh, it's going to get closer to what, uh, you know, real real estate, you know, is all about. And I, and I think at some point there may be more complications, you know, with transferring uh, virtual real estate. I mean, it's, it's, just, it's just super easy right now, but it may stay that way. Huh. This is a, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm just looking at some of the, 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 the stuff is trading for real money. Like, I mean, oh yeah, yeah, this is real money. Like, yeah, I mean, I think that they're like right now, the, the average price just to buy uh, a one by one uh, plot of land in Decentraland is over seven Ethereum, which is like nearly 15 grand right now, just to that's like what the average price is on the, on all their transactions. So, you know, it's not, it's not, pen, it's not pennies to, to get in anymore. Um, which I think like speaking on the whole Republic realm thing, I'm very curious to hear what you guys think as far as, you know, bigger companies just getting in and swooping up, you know, a lot of land here. Uh, I mean, what do you think about it? Is it, you think it's the right way to go about it? Um, can any investor get into Republic Realm? Like, is it an ETF? Can I like just go buy it? Not right now. No, you have okay. to be an accredited investor, um, and I think it's minimums of twenty five grand investment. So, so it's not. Uh, I hope I can give that to them in. Uh, what do you call that? In Ethereum? Can I give them twenty five k and E? Man, your guess is as good as mine. <laughs> hey, I'll find it out. Uh, no, so uh, some of your images aren't coming through. I do see that. Uh, I don't know what it is, but it, no worries there. I'm getting, I'm getting it. And I'm seeing that, yeah, 25K, 1 million, what'd you say? Yeah. So I think on the Republic realm thing, like they are, they are basically, cause it's, it's from Republic, like their greater company is Republic. The people who yeah, do, yeah, yeah. you know, all this, uh, you know, invest for, you know, a hundred bucks into, you know, the biggest startups right now. It's like, right. you, it's, it's very easy to admit. They make it easy to invest in things. Most people can't. So I think that this will eventually be open to the, the average person that has 10 bucks that wants to get in on some land. But right now they're, they're, they're really trying to prioritize people who have a lot of cash to get in um, because the supply is limited. Like you can't continue to just find new land. It's not like there's part of the, the brand new world that hasn't been discovered. They have a finite number of land and that's what's once it's gone, it's gone. Um, but there's like also plays that they're making it. You'll see in the notes uh, that they're, you know, they're, they want to partner with a hospitality brand, like an existing one, like a Hilton or a Doubletree or some sort to actually build a hotel on the land that they are uh, buying up, right? So they want to develop, they want to bring in all of these, 
you know, uh, blue chip companies that have existed in the physical world to now bring them into this virtual world, partner with them to build, you know, their structures in Decentraland or the sandbox or, you know, the various different uh, decentralized games out there, which is pretty fascinating when you think about that. No, I'm looking at this stuff and I'm just, I'm just seeing like there's houses that are going for, uh, it looks like half a million dollars uh, on super rare, which is cool. And digital real estate is definitely a thing. Like my, my take here is I would be interested in buying a digital plot. I already have one, but now having having had this conversation, what businesses can I put or how could I extract cryptocurrency from that 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 piece of land that I have, right? Like do I rent it? Well, do I lease could, it? Yeah, you could lease it, you could lease it out, or you know, potentially you could have you know advertising on there. You know, okay, so boards. advertising. You know, That's interesting. Who? So, how do you get to that place? As Ryan, Ryan, have you been there? Matt, you've been there. Yep. Yeah, you can you can download it on. I think you can actually access it from desktop, but it's also a VR game too. Oh, so if you just put it on the yeah. Quest and I can pop in. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure how you access it exactly. I've I kind of like stumbled upon it once. Uh-huh. Uh, but yeah, they. I mean, decentraland.org or whatever that their their main website. I mean, it's. It's pretty interesting. They have the whole marketplace and you can go in there, you can buy all these different, you know, wearables for your dude and or your dude in the in the metaverse and you know, you kind of just express yourself, which is fascinating. And I think like as far as, you know, you brought up the point of how do you how do you monetize this land, right? You know, right yeah. now it's it's kind of, you know, just like the new settlers. It pays to just acquire it. Nobody necessarily knows what 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 we want to build on top of it we don't know what shopping malls we want to have we don't know that you know top golf is going to exist in the metaverse we don't know that people are going to buy those things um but like i think that the randomest weird ideas are going to pay off you know like like a virtual day- daycare or something you know like right 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 so so if- all these people playing the game maybe make a daycare for all the kids and you know let them let them hang out in a safe space you know so here's not a, uh, not uh, now that you put it that way, I understand it a little bit more. So when you look at our, our phone, right? Like if I pull up my phone right now and it's looked at screen time, I probably spend on average maybe six to four to six hours each day on my phone, right? That's time I'm spending con- connected, uh, whether it's sending iMessages, browsing the web, just in virtual universes uh, today. And as I'm doing that, I could also be doing that in a digital domain, like a decentralized land, maybe not today, but it's not unrealistic, you know, five to 10 years from now to see if it gets built out some more. And in that case, like I could, I could pop in there. I could do my browsing. I could do my research. I could shop in the virtual store. Right. And those are spaces uh, sort of like websites. It's kind of like, you know, if I have a, if I have a, a pay to play or a subscription website, you know, that's how I'm, I'm deriving, uh, you know, uh, I would say, you know, some type of monetization from, you know, my digital destination. But if you go to these virtual worlds, you know, not everybody's going to be whipping out their Apple pay and trying to buy. And so first it's like a whole new concept of ownership. We already have uh, domains, right? Like you can buy a .eth domain and that's a, a decentralized, uh, is it name name server or set nervous service, a DNS, uh, Matt? Yeah. yeah, so you already have like decentralized domains. So this is almost like a, a type of website uh, and, and you can do whatever and you put the coordinates in just like we do URLs. And think about teleportation. It's probably like the, the the browser. You just type in the coordinates and like, it'll take you right there. So there's no like 
walking or getting in a car. And like, I mean, Hey, like there'll probably be like virtual tenders uh, where people will show up and they'll do their, their, their avatars will date. And, you know, you'll probably take a girl out to watch a movie or, or, or you'll take someone out and like, you'll go get like a, a nice dinner in this virtual environment. You, and someone's got to pay for that. And, and there's going to be businesses that make money from having cool entertainment events. Like we saw it with Fortnite a few years ago when they did the Travis Scott concert. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And also the, there's uh, the casinos, you know, all kinds of shops and everything, you know, so, virtual environments. Super crazy. Super crazy. Ryan, I, I love these notes. Uh, well, it's, it looks like you just sent another one. What, uh, yeah. Okay. I wanted yeah. to just keep building off of it. Keep, you know, let people's ideas kind of ruminate on what we're, what we're throwing at you here. But, you know, in essence, there's, there's a lot that can be built here. Right. I think also thing like things need to exist in these metaverses and, you know, you can buy a lot of different gadgets for your own person in Decentraland or the sandbox, but like, you know, what complex land 2.0 is building is. And what's complex land or just for the people that don't know. Um, it's, it's like a, essentially, so they created it last year uh, during COVID so that okay. people can, I forget which, which conference it was. It was like complex was con. Complex uh, con. Co yeah. Complex con. Yeah. And it was just a way for all of the brands that they had already signed up to do complex con to now still sell things to people that were going to attend. Right. Got it. Got it. Got the it. Conference is about, but then they, they, they took that and they created a virtual world where you could go and explore kind of like a, like a club penguin or a Neo <laughs> the browser. Yeah. 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 You can walk around, you can see people, you can, you can, sh you, you can put on a, a awesome fit, which you can kind of see there with all these different, you know, uh, brands you know you, you can kind of see adidas in there yeah 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 There's some stussy north face like and so is this like do you have to buy the actual shoe in order to outfit your avatar like how does that look or is it just like you just like gear uh let's go to the article i'm in it right now i see it here uh okay no no this is cool i'll, I'll read this and, and figure it out but uh like from I guess this is happening today. This happened just a few weeks ago. So the fact that complex land is here and this is 2.0, it's not that crazy to say the central land is, is, is not that far off. And I liked your club penguin and runescape uh, examples because that, that definitely fits kind of the vibe that we're, we, ha I see here. It is, you know, I like we've all, we've all in some form or another convened online at the same time as like thousands or hundreds of thousands of people, whether you're tuning into somebody's IG live or, you know, a clubhouse session, or maybe some of these games online, we already all convene in this place. But now these, these decentralized games, it's the same thing, except, you know, there's a currency now involved. You get to own some of the things that you're creating instead of just doing it for free um, and just doing it for fun, uh, which is, you know, liberating. So is that the big difference? uh from second life is that you can own your land <laughs> I, I, I yeah i guess so that's I know a good that point i have i've read quite a few articles of people building businesses in second life like teaching guitar lessons in second life and mm -hmm. uh, like you know life coaches and stuff so people figured out ways to monetize in second life but uh it wasn't natively built into the game but I mean, what happened? I mean, the popularity of Second Life seemed kind of seemed to have fizzled out. Yeah, I don't know. I personally never played the game. I was more of a Sims guy myself. Yeah, no, I I was on Second Life very briefly. I didn't spend too much time there. 
I, I thought the coolest thing about Second Life was like there's a you could go to clubs in Second Life and like there's like DJ environments and there were people that were DJing sets and gigs in Second Life and I, I was just very fascinated by that. Uh, Calgary, this stuff is cool, Matt brands they're going to figure out ways to to get into these virtual worlds but protecting your ip in the metaverse i'm sure is going to come with a, a whole new set of complications what what, what do you see uh, forthcoming in this domain yeah well i mean ip is going to be a big issue uh, with nfts in general but also mm-hmm. you know particularly in the metaverse i think it really presents new opportunities for ip holders, I mean, to license their IP, but also a lot of opportunities for infringement as well. So uh, particularly brands, you know, getting in on the action, making, you know, creating uh, virtual goods, like we were talking about, you know, uh, you know, trademarks, like, you know, what's preventing someone from creating like some, you know, Nike sneakers or something with the Nike logo on them. Like they could, they could try that, but then we'll probably have some, then uh, Nike would probably go after them you know, if they're, if they're making money off of that. So, well, with like smart contracts, right? Like, isn't it possible for Nike to just say, Hey, we know that it's hard for us to enforce copyright. So what we're going to do is here's the NFT of the air force one. And, you know, we'll, we'll put this out there. Creators are free to, to utilize and build off of this in the digital environment. And as long as you use the original version, you know, you know, you're getting a verified Nike uh, base or template. And then for those that want to remix it, we can see it, but as we can also track it on the blockchain. So every time, you know, it's remixed or respun, as long as it started from an original base, uh, you'd be able to essentially say that this is legit. Yeah. Yeah. They could do it that way. I know Atari, uh, you know, has gotten into the, you know, virtual spaces, um, but there's going to be a lot of knockoffs too, like, yeah, like, yeah. You see, like you see in the real world, you know, and it's going to be tough to go after, you know, some of these people because, you know, because of the, the anonymous nature of it, you may not necessarily know who, you know, where the goods are, the fake goods are actually, you know, originating. So, so Ryan, uh, one question I have is if I wanted to get in on this land rush, we see that the, the virtual land prices are booming. There's funds for that. Are there virtual real estate agents? Do that, is that a thing? Is that a job? <laughs> there will be soon, I think. You know, I think that there's going to be a Coldwell banker of this where you, know, you just have a huge agency that helps people market the land that they, sit, that they own, right? And I think yeah. the main disconnect that I see right now is you have a lot of people, just in NFTs in general, who are buying things on speculation and don't, maybe don't fully understand the market. I think right. this is going to be even way more true with these, uh, you know, these virtual games, uh, given the fact that, you know, if you're, let's just say in your fifties and you want to invest in this, what are the chances that you've actually been in the game? You've experienced yeah, yeah. Talk with people. And I think that's maybe where like a virtual real estate agent might exist, right? They have played the game enough to know the culture there. They know what land is valuable, which one isn't. Um, and they can c- kind of communicate what the value of that land is to somebody who wants to get in um, yeah. but doesn't want to necessarily have to go in and learn everything. And so I also see like coaches der- being derived from that too, kind of like, you know, hey, I'll show you and give you a virtual tour. And uh, on this tour, you know, I'll, I'll highlight what is for sale. So like I'm checking OpenSea, I'm checking Decentraland and the listings and like on the tour, I'll map out and say like, hey, this spot is for sale. 
And like, you can kind of see it for yourself. So I'm not the broker per se, but I'll charge you for this virtual tour. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I think the virtual tour might be a better way to go until there's some type of, you know, licensing because for uh, a real world real estate, your brokers need to be licensed. <laughs> so that's true. I mean, that's in true. the virtual world, I mean, there's no licensing authority in the virtual world, but uh, there could be some some opportunity, some business opportunity where you could have some type of certification. So if someone wants to be, you know, a, a quote unquote a virtual real estate broker, they would have to pass this uh, certification course and take a test and then be certified a certified decentraland you know, quote unquote broker. Yeah. No, no I, I rock with that. I think the, the, the certifications are probably what, six to seven years off though, Matt, what do you think? Someone's got to, someone's got to understand it, write the book and then put it out. Maybe, maybe that's our job. I don't know, but that, I mean, that, that could be an opportunity there because yeah, yeah. who knows, like, how do you know someone comes along they say they're a broker? How do you know? if they're any good or you know. well the blockchain helps with that right so if you never sold any digital land or i don't see you being able i can't do an audit and say like hey let me see some transactions and you can't prove it i mean like you you never did it that's true yeah like i but i think i think there is room for fraud uh just because there is like so much misconceptions like if somebody came to me today and said hey q i'm gonna offer you a fire sale give me two e this like decentralized plot is worth uh, you know, 15 ETH, but I need two ETH right now. And uh, I, I, and I only had two hours to make the decision. I wouldn't even know where to start to research. And like, who do you call, right? Like, do I call Republic and say, hey, Republic, is this place really good? Is it worth it? And they're going to be like, you know, you didn't give us 25K. We're not going to give you free a game and like yep. tell you to go away. So uh, it, it's, and that's if you can even call Republic. Like, do they have a phone number, right? <laughs> If you give them 25k, you can call them. <laughs> I feel that. I feel that. Uh, I mean, 25k honestly sounds cheap, to be honest, bro. Like, I mean, you, you might get some primo real estate, a nice little hospitality partner. That 25k investment, it, it might, uh, it might be, it might. If, if the speculative, if the speculators are right, uh, it, 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 it's never been a better time. So the, well, the people who are getting in on the Republic realm, and they've written a few articles, and some of the people who have decided to go in. They, they are saying that getting in on virtual land right now is similar to buying land in, on Manhattan in uh, like the 1700s. So if that's real, I, I don't know. That, to me, that sounds like you're drinking the Kool-Aid a little bit. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, if that's, if that's true, then this is way bigger than, than, you know, 7 ETH that we're talking about now. For sure. Matt, what were you going to say? I was just saying, I mean, Republic, obviously, they, they must have some people on their staff that evaluates the different uh, sales opportunities and looks for some good deals. Yeah, I think we should just we should continue this thing because this is really interesting. I kind of want to become a virtual real estate broker, uh, like part time if I ever had time to figure out how to do it because I'm, I'm very intrigued by this. Ryan, great research. And I think the next step is let's let's go have a conversation with the people at Republic and have them explain it to us because I'm fascinated. Uh, with yeah. that being, what, I, mean, I don't know about you guys, but I think actionable, actionable advice for us three and anybody else listening is like actually go in and play some of these games uh, and actually figure out what's going on here because uh, just reading the articles is not enough. You know, I think yeah. it's, it's nice to have this information, but I know myself, I need, I, I want to go in and, and actually experience these games. For sure. For sure. Well, you've got a VR headset. I'll catch you in the metaverse. Matt. Thanks for joining us again. 
we all, it's always a pleasure. Uh, we've got a book coming out in what a few few months here, right? Yeah, yeah, like uh, September or October. Uh, and what what is it about? What's it called? I'll pull it up real fast. It's the NFT handbook. Oh yeah, there we go, right there. It's on Amazon. You can go ahead and check it out. Myself and Matt we're breaking down how to sell and create NFTs. And if you are interested, just type in the NFT handbook on Amazon, and you'll be able to find that. Uh, with that being said, I'm NFTQT. I've got Ryan, also known as Research RC, and uh, Mr. Matt Fortnow, the, the the attorney that keeps us on track and tells us that when we're when our ideas are whack. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we will be back on the second episode, but until next time, I will see you all in the future, and thank you for listening.